Hey, I said something first. Hey. <laughs> Dang it. I told you not to do that. Hey, man, I thought we were going to change this uh, intro, by the way. You, you uh, gave me some uh, one that you were working on a couple of months ago, and I really liked it. And smooth that's jazz. probably been like Was it nine months ago. One? I can't remember. Oh. It's been like nine months ago, though. Well, but why change something that's not broken, right? Exactly. Like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we just keep climbing and climbing through the charts. <laughs> oh, man. All the questions. You guys got to stop all the questions. I nah. mean, we can't answer them all. I'm glad that they don't leave any questions. <laughs> because I can only imagine <laughs> the questions we can get or would get. Speaking of that, if you guys have any questions, send them our way. <laughs> I know what the first question is going to be. We, are, we talked about it before we... What's that creaking noise? What's the creaking noise? Is that your chair? Joel's rocking chair. He, Joel's a shifty character. Man, He's when like... you guys stand still, please. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to leave it up to you guys to figure out what that is. It could be chairs. I don't All know. All right. We'll see. Joel... High and low, man. High and low? I got and the you low got end. The flow in. You know, this is a podcast where we don't swear, right? Yeah. So Never no, swear. So no swearing. Mm-mm. I'm going to pull this out. What the? Your favorite. Uh. <laughs> Bell counters? I, I, know what, I know what made you pull this out. Baby blue. You were thinking, like, man, I got to get something to trigger Joel. And plus, we're out on the patio just a while ago and you were just talking about the texas fans and i was like yeah it's funny how yeah. most of our bigger crowd are people from texas, texas which surprised me because we always bash balconis texas whiskey and you're probably like ding I this got sucker one. baby blue took uh, one of the places in the oswas awards i mean hmm. this is like apparently this is a great whiskey yeah. Even though I've been on this podcast before, you're like, hey, you know what Balconis line I don't like? Baby Blue. <laughs> you're number one most, most hated, hated whiskey. Yeah. All right. Next to um, Peanutty. Next to Peanutty? No, Peanutty's Upper, worse. Peanutty's worse. worse. Yeah, Peanutty's yeah. worse. And Thompson. Now, maybe you're going off a of bad memory. And, oh my gosh, what else? I mean, it wasn't bad. It just didn't taste like anything. We have an info commercial for it maybe you're going off of like a bad like your a memory of it greenstone that's what just I was give it a fair shake today yeah that's all I ask. it can't be worse than greenstone well greenstone oh. holy moly <laughs> <laughs> talk about that? not swearing right <laughs> holy moly nah that's that's a good board right. uh, i'll we're off tomorrow so yeah uh, the thing about Grangestone is it was just so... Yeah, it wasn't awful. It just White was toast. blah. It was just blah. It was well, blah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... It was almost frying chicken. Total Wine gave it a, a but he didn't put three. He didn't put any seasoning on the fried chicken, though. That's a good... It had the, that's a good, that's it had the right analogy, texture. Yeah. It had the crisp... But no flavor. <laughs> Wait, where's the salt and the pepper? Or in all the other seasoning for the fried chicken? Like, Wait, you just could have put that in there? Where's, it's the, cooked, where's the seasoning? It's cooked pretty good. I had the crisp when I bit into the chicken. But where's the seasoning? Oh, yeah, I didn't do that. I just rinsed the chicken off, put flour on top of it, and popped it into grease with no seasoning. That's Greenstone. 93. They had to put all that effort in making a whiskey, but no flavor. Well, yeah. Now we might have another one after the night. <laughs> I, Baby Blue. I, I had this once, and I wasn't a fan. Maybe it... Yeah, I mean... So what's the, the deets on this? It's is been, a malt? Okay. This is a malt, because I know that's what they do. No. Really, you don't know? Is it corn? Come on. Yeah, it's 100% corn. It's corn whiskey. 
corn whiskeys in general so this are is pretty... a mellow corn's competitor no this is better than mellow corn <laughs> oh wait, wait, yeah, wait, wait. Yeah, i'm yeah, not yeah, gonna yeah. vouch on that man yeah i like mellow corn come on man balconies okay look at that quality of this label here yeah it's great that's money yeah i mean it's not <laughs> it's not too hard to think of a blue label after you you know, name your whiskey baby blue. Well, this, which one was made this first? Wax thing on the top. On the top. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's crazy. And look at that color. Get an original. When bottle. do you see a corn whiskey that has color like that? I know it's dark, but they only age their stuff for two years. But the temperature in Texas is right, of course. So it's like the humidity plays a big factor of the soaking of the wood. All right, here's the deets. It's uh, batch BB20-3, date of September 20, uh, September 2020. Um, pot distilled corn whiskey, 46%. What else? From, it's crafted from roasted Texas blue corn. Oh, okay. Hence the name. This rich and oily maize adds blue new corn. sophistication to the corn whiskey tradition. Blue corn. Cool. Uh, blah, blah, blah. But, man, Viscous with soft finish. Never chill filtered or colored. Okay. Points for that. Points for that, Balcones. As much as we talk about Balcones, we should be reviewing them too. So. I, I don't right. understand why I'm picking up malt. I just—it's just their character, even in their rye. Why am I picking up so much corn? Malt? This is the corn. Yeah, but you you're said 100 percent corn. 100 percent corn. You don't pick up malt, that malt nose. Unless it's just a Balconis profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like weird. That. It's weird. You should not be picking this up in a corn whiskey. Especially a 100% corn whiskey. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's so malt. weird. Um, I'm already talking negative already, guys. I almost Sorry. think that this is like finished in something. <laughs> they have to because of the on, color. They have to put that on the label, though. By yeah, law. Yeah, you're right. Not, they don't say anything about it. Yeah. All right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> that laugh. <laughs> <laughs> This is not a corn whiskey, bro. I'm sorry. Mm. 100% corn. This is not mm. 100% corn. Yeah. No way in the world it is. Every corn whiskey I've ever had is not like this. It's like, why am I getting so much cinnamon? It's got a lot of cask influence, that's for sure. <sighs> I don't like the nose already. The taste <laughs> is like, I just stick to like the whole pack of big red gum in my mouth hmm. like mm -mm. yeah when I think of a uh, corn whiskey I do not think of this no I think of like stuff Norm had or yeah you know, it's real floral, flowery, sweet, mellow corn aromatic. Is way better than this. Or I think a unicorn. That bottle of unicorn. I bought. Oh, that that's part of the best that's, corn whiskey. That's I corn had. whiskey. That's that's the best that I had. Which is an independent bottle, right? I uh, think this is it sourced from MGP. I don't. They have I like the pull it out. Wherever that distillery is, they have like the coolest labels in the game. But yeah, the unicorn whiskey. That was, that's probably my favorite one. Maybe that's what you hate about this. 
I just hate their profile. I don't like it. <laughs> like, yeah. if you blindfolded me and mm-hmm. gave me that Kentucky Owl, that um, Japanese whiskey yeah. collaboration, yeah. Uh, collaboration yeah, one, yeah. that was more of a corn whiskey to me. Huh. Huh. It, it spoke like corn. It was lighter. Yeah. And corny. But this... What, what what are you picking up corn? No. You got to really search for it. How can uh, it be 100% corn? I am, but picking up cash. It's very faint, man. Very faint. Like, and then on the taste, I don't taste any corn. I don't Yeah. There is that Balcones thing about it. That is a that is a, that is true. There's a Balcones thing. Maybe it's their yeast. Or a combination of their yeast and their hot weather. and I don't know. Mm. It's like it's... It wants to be... Great. It wants to be great. Okay, it's I like see where you you're don't going. want to tell it. You're not. Uh huh. Because there's, it's like the, the, the elements are there. The elements are there. The packaging, the color, the this and the that, and then you but put I'm it all sure together. People, yeah. And it's like um, there's people out there that love balconies. So I can't hate them. I, like I, I said before, I know I hate on them a lot, but I do appreciate what they do in Texas, and they have a strong following, so it's just not for everyone, and I'm one of those people. All right. Well, you can leave. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, see ya. <laughs> Sorry, Balconis. I hate to hate on your guys' stuff. It's just not my profile. All right, this is definitely drinkable. It's not something I'm like, Ugh! but it's just uh, like not me. Yeah, compared to their malt, it's way more drinkable. Their malt, it just it turns me off so much. I can't even, I can't. But this, it's it's good. See, here's my thing: when you have a whiskey. And you're trying to find good things to say about it. It's not a good whiskey. I'm, I hate to say it. There you go. <laughs> I hate to say it. You should never have to think about good things to say right. when you have a bottle of whiskey. Yeah. Unless we're sitting in front of the people in Balcones and you're like, yeah, it's drinkable. <laughs> oh, okay. But it's just not for us, man. I know you're a little bit... Not as harsh as I am, but I'm like, because <sighs> when I drink it, I hate to be the negative person, even really though I appreciate what they me do. When you said that this was your you, the the whiskey you hate the most. I was really surprised <laughs> because you know why I hate it? Because I think I, I remember the first time I had it and it said 100% corn, and I'm like, where is it? <laughs> oh. 100% corn, where is it? Well, it does say just corn whiskey, so it doesn't say 100% corn. But the name alone, corn whiskey, uh, makes you think. Maybe. Th- what about the pot? Pot distilled. Maybe, yeah, that's maybe the that problem. changed stuff. Maybe it's I the guess. pot distilled. Hmm. Maybe they should use the column still and get a little finer. Mm. Cut. There's too much, uh, too much flavor coming through. <sighs> okay. Baby blue. We're kind of spoiled for choice. Yeah, I know. 
because we have so many whiskeys to choose from and there's so many new things coming out and yeah, if this was our only how, how choice. How much was this bottle? Can you remember? It was in the 30s. I want to say mid-30s. Which surprised me when I saw that the Europeans are paying 70 pounds for a bottle of this. <sighs> what proof is this? Is this 100? Mm-mm. Uh, 46%. Why is it so hot? <laughs> it's drinking like a barrel-proof whiskey or something. That's why I was like, is this... Huh. <laughs> I, I was like, did you say this was 100? Because it's drinking like it's 120 it something. It is a little hot. <sighs> well... What am I reading? Then <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do a spin right here. I, I'll let you... I know I'm supposed to get mine first. We're going to do something different on this one. Okay. You give yours All right. Give first. me a minute. Give me a minute. Because um, once, you t once I tell you my rating, it's just going <laughs> to mess up yours, and you're going to be like... You're going to be dying no, laughing. No, 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 no. And I'm not going to give it low like you're thinking but it ain't high <laughs> you're not gonna say it's not high <laughs> i tell you that much um uh. well here's the thing because it's a corn whiskey i have to judge it as a corn whiskey right <laughs> Do fair you? is fair fair is fair so i'm looking at unicorn i'm looking at uh mellow corn uh, okay, when you have Melicorn, we if you are blindfolded, you probably be like, "Oh, this is a corn whiskey." We should get into that. Blindfolded, after this, this if someone blindfolds you, this, and you're like, "What? What?" Without you knowing that this is corn whiskey, what would you mistaken this for? Which is hard to do okay, now since yeah. you're looking at the label. No, but, absolutely. But if you're a blindfolded, yeah, I'm gonna smell label. this. Change the and label. taste it, and I'm like, um, I'm gonna say some it's type of a young malt? bourbon. I'm gonna say that it's a malt. It's an American malt, something. And they're like, no, it's corn whiskey. I'm like, no, it's not. It can't be. Yeah, it does kind of have a light malt nose to it. There's a yeah, it's light. It's and it's um like you keep saying malt, and malt, it pulls you in an a direction and you're right it does pull you in that direction it's it's got that um not as sweet there's no. not the sweetness it's uh -uh. like a dry malt real yeah. dry it, it's very it's faint i could i could even taste it too when the finish is like it's malt but hmm. yeah so Back to your point, you say you got to judge this as a corn whiskey, and yeah. then I yeah. redirect to your point, like, can you? Because <laughs> it doesn't taste like one. Right. But, so it is a because, corn whiskey. Because it's corn whiskey, and my reference points are pretty high, because I've had some uh, moonshine corn whiskey that is... Which the, we both had. Yeah. Oh my... So good. It blew my mind. Mm -hmm. and it was just like amazing. Floral. Mm -hmm. Just so sweet. And it was like super high proof. It was like, well, it was moonshine. Man, it was that good. That was so good. But no one can sell that. No. So. But that unicorn whiskey was, I love Unicorn kind of came was close. Kind of came close. So that was really good. It wasn't a unicorn whiskey, but that was a brand called Unicorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had a unicorn on it because it was a corn yeah. whiskey. It's not it's like, like a unicorn. Fifty-five percent. It was yeah. high proof. It's not a unicorn whiskey like an allocated whiskey or something, but it was good. And well, okay. So back to where I was because. It's classified as a corn whiskey. It's going to knock it down some notches. 
because it's like trying to be something else. Yeah, I, in, in the finish and everything about it. Um, regardless of price, and I'm just going to take price out of it because it's kind of in the mid 30s. It doesn't matter. Um, 81. I think it's uh, better than their malt, which turns my stomach because it's like, <laughs> I've said it a million times, you know what it's like. Yeah. I t- uh, so, 81. 81. Yeah. Hmm. Um, it's good, but... <laughs> It's strange. <laughs> Stop trying to find things to make this a positive. It's good. But, but it's strange. So is it good or is it... Uh, Dylan's being too nice. Well, I'm not going to be mean. I, it's drinkable. Yeah, it's drinkable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... 81 75 75 so higher than I expect yeah <laughs> alright I'm not going to tell you what my heart was saying <laughs> what was your heart saying no, sorry <laughs> 50, we say this off 40, 49 right <laughs> Uh, no, I'm just joking. 75 is not a horrible score. What is that, average? Or is that below average? You actually gave it an average score, right? Yeah. Is that considered average? Yeah. I gave it below average. I think anything in the 80s is, is good. You know, it's like... There's a lot of lot of whiskeys in the eighty to eighty-three range, a lot of them, so many, and they're all kind of hanging out there. And the exceptional exceptional ones, the really characterful ones, mm-hmm. they go up. All right, let me rinse this glass. Man, I can't wait to review an old Bacchus. Can't wait. Oh, I got another one lined up, man. I know you do. <laughs> I've been waiting for the the right time. Like I'm like, I know he's gonna pull out a balcona yeah. sooner or later, and he actually does. What's it. really gonna surprise me if, is when you bring out a balcona. Yeah, that that will surprise me too, because <laughs> that won't happen. Nope. All right, Mm-mm. let's pause it, and then we'll uh, rinse our glasses. And we'll come back. From the heart of Texas comes a rumble. It's a baby. Balcones Baby Blue Whiskey. A rich and oily maze. Pot distilled for maximum Texas blue corn flavor. Just listen to the reviews. Dylan says, it's good. But, it's strange. Joel says, it's like I have a whole pack of cinnamon sticks in my mouth. End quote. Balcones Baby Blue Whiskey. You'll want to like it. And we're back. Um, for the record, previous episode, we were talking about uh, whiskey sharing and how pita scotch can just overpower your palate and how you should do that last. No. Well, Dylan's low-end, Balconis, my favorite distillery ever, <laughs> uh, Baby Blue. It's like I literally have like a whole pack of cinnamon sticks in my mouth. And this is a corn whiskey. No corn yeah. profile. And it's has my tongue on fire at 92 proof and if you're you know avid listeners of this podcast i'm the high proof man <laughs> no water added no ice yeah i could drink 120 like nothing but the 92 proofer of this baby blue i'm like <sighs> water it's like uh i don't know what they did but mm. I don't like what they're doing. <laughs> With the lingering aftertaste. 
I, it's Can't like get my, it away? my tongue is coated. Like I put a bunch of sawdust in my mouth. Exactly. Mm-mm. It's like uh, I explained to Dylan off mic. It's almost like you did the cinnamon challenge. That's how my mouth feels. Even though I never did it, but I witnessed people doing it. And oh, yeah, do from what it. I saw in the visual sense, that's how my mouth feels. <laughs> All right. Whatever. Onward and upward. <clears throat> we got it over with. So my high end is going to be Balcones, uh, Texas. No, never stop. How funny that would have been. number one. I've been the hating most on it. expensive there. one. They're high yeah. end stuff. I couldn't pass it. I know I talked a lot of junk, but uh, yeah, I got a high end Balcones. <laughs> uh, so me and your, we, we discuss about the art of blending. And yeah. we always talk about Dixon Dittman. We reviewed some of his stuff before and... Nancy Freely. Um, yeah, Nancy Freely and Freely. 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 Yeah. Okay. You could be freely about it, but I am. she's freely. I'm pretty freely. <laughs> so Jay Henry does all their stuff like that because she helps him do it and then I'm pretty sure there's other uh like um MGP what they did with the Remus collection. Mm, uh-huh. And then Old Elk what they did with blending. Never heard of it, but sounds good. <laughs> yeah, never heard of it either, man. But we always talked about one place that we love, which we actually were there in Kentucky. And they kind of introduced the whole blending thing, kind of, hmm. I want to say. But not introduced it, but... No. They introduced the transparency of it, I would say. Like, hmm. they were never afraid of who they blended with and what they blended with. And I got oh. Barstown, the yep. Discovery series. Yep, yep. Uh, I have multiple Discovery series, but one of my favorites were the uh, number four. And that's what we're reviewing today. Sweet. So. So what is this? the name of this, how it's going to appear on the uh, title? Will be Bardstown number four. Yeah, Discovery Series number four. Discovery Series. Yep. Okay. So right now, I think they're on number nine, I want to say. Um, I haven't got an eight or a nine yet in this area. So as far as I ever got, I think this is probably, of course, I have numerous of these, but um, four was probably the first Discovery Series that I ever got because they, when they came out one, two, and three, um, they didn't distribute here in Wisconsin, so hmm. yeah. <clears throat> so this is coming at you at 115 proof. I'm going to tell you the deets and more information about the details. Um, so on the side here is going to say Discovery Series number four. You're going to have a category of blend, origin, origin, age, and also the mash bill. So like I said, the transparency is awesome. Yeah. So, uh, 55%, so it's going to be three blends in here, 55% Kentucky, 13-year-old, um, and that mash bill is um, 74% corn. Wow, hi. Wait, 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 is that a 10 or an 8? 18% rye. And 8% malted barley. That was for the first whiskey. Um, the second, 37% Kentucky whiskey at 15 years. And that mash bill is 78.5% corn, wow. 13% rye, and 8.5% malted barley. So he didn't have. And then the third whiskey is a 8% of a Kentucky 19-year wow. whiskey. Um, 75% corn, 13% rye, and 12% malted barley. Um, All these are really high corn. Mm-hmm. So... <clears throat> With them putting the mash bills on there, you kind of look things up. And if you're big into the whiskey game, you kind of could 
assume who they're sourcing from and who they're getting these blends from. Mm-hmm. So the first one with the 55% 13-year-old Kentucky bourbon, 74% corn, 18% rye, 8% barley. Pretty much that's Barton. Now, the 37% Barton. Fi- Barton makes what's their big, big uh 1792 okay yeah, yeah foolproof yeah. all that stuff yeah. um 37 15 year old Kentucky bourbon which is 78.5 percent corn 13 percent rye and eight and a half percent barley now I'm kind of familiar with the smash bill <laughs> well the eight and a half percent kind yeah, of sticks in your mind that's Jim Beam it's gotta be oh really Got to be Jim Beam. And then for the latter, the 8%, um, 10-year Kentucky bourbon, 75% corn, 13% rye, 12% malted bar- barley. And I'm familiar with this one, too. And that's got to be wild turkey, I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. So, we were at Bardstown, and we liked what they're doing. Oh, yeah. um, one, one of the Things I want to review is their Fusion series, which most people didn't like a lot. I like the earlier ones. I still have a two that I need to review, and I think I have a four. But now, <clears throat> Barstown is having their own distillate, which mean you got to experience that when we were last there, right when we were getting it out of the so straight good. from the barrel. So now those bottles are out. Yeah. And they're called the or- Origin Series now. So they oh, got a... Really? Uh, What's a bottle of uh, they, just any one of those bottles cost? Under 50. Really? Good. Yeah. And it's... What is it bottled at? Uh, Well, they got a bottle and bond, which is 100 okay. proof. Nice. And um, it's a six-year-old. And then the other one is a uh, high rye bourbon, that's like ninety seven proof, hmm. about the same price. And now they just—I haven't tried the the rye yet or own a bottle, but they have a rye too. Can't remember the proof, but it's like in the seventy ish hmm. range, because rye is more expensive. But but that's their own distillate, so no oh. sourcing. I guess I never realized that rye is more expensive. Yeah. Huh. Yep. Well, I suppose because there's less corn. Corn's probably super cheap. Right. And probably more attainable, too. <laughs> right. Corn makes yeah. whiskey. Corn. So, with the BTEC collection of buffalo trees like with the William LaRue Weller George C. Stagg a lot of people were saying with these Discovery series how this could be a competitor even though it's different than you know George C. Stagg and all that stuff but because those are high age statement barrel proof whiskeys mm-hmm. and highly sought after but with the blending skills that Bar sound did like with the age statements like 15 year, uh, uh, 19 year, and 13, and all that stuff is like holy moly. And you're getting it at barrel proof. Oh, so rich. Oh, this is high end. Oh, yeah, this is so high end. How much is a bottle of this? Uh, 130. Yeah, at 57.6 percent. Yeah. No heat at all on the nose. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Actually, man, I don't know. Discovery 6 is really good. Now, 5, I didn't get a chance to get. I, for some reason, I kept on going past it because <laughs> it's funny how we talked about this off mic um, our last episode that we recorded. Um, after we recorded our first episode of the day today before this one 
me and Dylan were chilling out on his patio, and I was informing him about how people hate on George Stickle. Because in some of these Discovery series, which started in 5, it had a lot of Tennessee whiskey as a source. Oh. So once that match bill came out, everyone was like, oh, that's George Stickle. And then once they realized that, they were like, all that I could taste is George Stickle in here. The <laughs> Flintstone vitamin and all that stuff. So they, no one ever gave it a good rating, really, hmm. for the 5 series. So it set for a while. And then, it, then, you know, I wanted to give it a chance. And then I didn't see it anymore. So someone must have just bought it up. So I was like, was it really that bad? So I skipped the 5 and then went to 6 and 7 is part of the last one that I bought. Because I don't see the 8 or the 9 around here. And so it's like... Uh, uh, Knob Creek, what is that uh, other brand Knob Creek comes out with? And they change the color of the label every year. Booker's? Booker's. Uh, is that kind of like what they're doing? It's like they come out with a... Because I know they're, the color of the label is different, right? No, they say the same. They say the same. Okay. Yeah. Oh. The only thing that's gonna say change is whatever they blend it with. And then like, the the number is the year? Like the next year or Yeah, just next series. Sex, yeah. next series. 'Cause so it could be they could do two series in one year. Yeah, they could. Oh, okay. Yeah, it seems like that with the way that it's distributed out. Like it seems like the nine came really quick after eight released. It's like, whoa, didn't the eight just come out? I can't believe how there is no heat at all, and this is 57%. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Almost now, I take back what I said about this being my favorite one, which this one is good. But the six might be up there for me, because I think that was the first time they actually put um, a blend of... Canadian whiskey in there too so so like potentially you I have I like them when I smell yeah. super cherry up front like blast of cherry and peanut mmm <laughs> <sighs> Okay, I can. Well, yeah, I can taste the heat now. Not young, not rough at all. I I almost would drink this straight, but I know I need to add water because of the percentage. But that is uh, mmm, delicious. Cause you're. You're getting a small sample of stuff that you're probably not going to get a chance to get. Ever. Like, potentially a 13-year-old Barton product. Probably not right. going to happen. Right. Um, All these are... And that's the youngest one there. 15-year, you know, Jim Beam. I mean, we both had had bottles of a 15-year-old Knob Creek. Right. But we don't know what kind of 15-year they're yeah, talking really about good. as far that's as Jim really Beam. <laughs> right. And if it is Knob Creek, you really don't see that much. Down on shelves. Um, and then a small sample of a 19-year-old potentially wild turkey product. Hmm. Which, if that came out by itself, just in a bottle, that's going to skyrocket. And wild turkey is highly sought, sought after. Especially when it comes to their big releases. So, like you were, we were discussing about... Um, it's funny how we got on the conversation of the Scotch Malt Whiskey Society. Mm-hmm. About how people rave and love their stuff because yeah. it's a good product, but their transparency is trash. Right. But this is what you want. Well. Or No. It is. It, it's more of what I want, but it's. They're still not telling you what it is. Yeah. 
and, but, NDA, man. <laughs> but it, like you said, it only takes a little bit of hunting around mm-hmm. to get that mash bill down. Because they're telling you what it is through the mash bill. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Huh. It's funny that you bring this up because we just went through Belcanas, which is a corn whiskey, and all these whiskeys have 70 plus percent corn in them. High corn. Yet, it's not a corn whiskey. It's more. It's much more. And it only takes a little bit extra. Mm-hmm. And maybe what was throwing me so much with Baby Blue was their corn label and their corn whiskey statement. That it was like, uh, it's not a corn whiskey. It's not it's not what it says it is but this is a you know you could I mean they could say this is a corn whiskey it's got high corn all of these high corn however there's much more going on here that little not bit far. of rye or that little bit of uh, malted barley Just well blended, man. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. Now, what's what's on the side here? Oh, the breakdown. Mm-hmm. Try down Barcel. I love what they're doing. Yeah, that's really cool. And their finished products are... Um, I'm so glad we went there and did that tour we did. Because mm-hmm. their products, what they're making... So clean, are, too. Aren't they right up there with the best? Dude, they're I mean... like the Tesla of distilleries. Like when you went into their Rick house, yeah, it was like, yeah. what in the world yeah. is this? Yeah, so neat, so modern, clean, modern yeah. design. That's funny, but the guts of a, a Rick house is the same. Has been the same for a hundred years mm-hmm. or plus. It's all heavy timber construction. It's just built piece by piece. They just build it. There's no pre-assembled anything going into those. Yeah, those are cool. Yeah, bar sounds fancy. See, one thing that we didn't get a chance yeah, to do. Yeah, fancy. It's like they're they're good with their culinary stuff too. Like their restaurant is oh. top notch. Oh, I'm sure. We didn't get a chance to eat there because we had other plans, obviously. Right. But we should had made make it <laughs> one time. Oh, I remember the drive home from there. <laughs> Everybody fell asleep. Yeah, we were just well. I was the only, I was driving, dude. We're one thing I want to do. I know we're reviewing this high and low, but we're going back in time to our Kentucky trip because it was a great trip. Yeah. But I think it's a lot of things that we could do differently, other than like some of those tours. I think we could skip. Buffalo Trace is gonna be a given. You can't. Yeah, we're, skip. yeah you can't. You can't skip that. I'm uh, glad, all the I'm other glad ones. we did uh, Jim Beam. It just seemed like we did... Jim Beam was awesome. I mean, just the... Yeah. The the massiveness of it all. Mm-hmm. You know, the hardest working still in Kentucky. Yeah. It's awesome to see. It just pouring out. Yeah, they're cranking it out, man. Um, But... Bardstown. It was so, it was so jam-packed, though. It's like, so by the time we got to Bardstown... Now we got to... I say we should pick and choose wisely to the ones that we really want to go to since uh-huh. we know what to expect. Even though there's some that we didn't get to like Wild Turkey. We didn't go there. Or Four Roses. I want to go to Heaven Hill. Yeah. Wish we went there Seriously. to the store and the store was kind of blah. Yeah. But, that's right. We didn't tour it. We just kind of... And you guys didn't even get a chance to go to the bar at Willet, which is... No. 
what a experience that was. Like when you go to Kentucky, you gotta have a full week. It seems like because <laughs> you'd be like, otherwise it's like, too jam-packed. Yeah, yeah. The you rushed in and rushed out, and you can't a weekend, just take your time. A weekend you can do, but you gotta be really strict on your schedule because you can't do too much. You gotta at least pick three tours. Not yeah. in one day, no. but they got to be broken up. But that Saturday we did Jim Beam, something else, I thought. And then um, Barstown. And it was just like, and, and we were Heaven done Hill. at yeah, Heaven Hill. We are like, just we didn't do a tour at Heaven Hill, but we stopped out no. here. Right. But and we were just done. Zonked. Yeah. But on the way to that Barstown... <laughs> We were stuck behind a truck that we thought were like, oh man, this traffic jam, what is going on? But he was just pulled over on the... He just stopped himself. It was nothing in front of him. Right. Like, couldn't you just wave the... us? the road. Yeah. We're thinking that, okay. Yeah. But it was a nice experience at Barstown. I would oh, do Barstown yeah. again. A Definitely Buffalo Trees. It's kind of like um, being out in the middle of a... Just a field, a plain. Just it's flat everywhere, cornfields or whatever, going on, flat for miles all around that place. Mm-hmm. Which is different than the other distilleries because they were in like the hills and yeah, streams and. Mm-hmm. But man, so good that the whiskey that came out of those barrels. <laughs> So, me and Dylan got to... Some of the best. So, right... We timed it perfectly. It was just by chance. So, before the Origin series came out, me and Dylan got to try it straight from the barrel. The Bottled and Bond, and also the um, High Ride Bourbon. The 97 Proofer, or whatever you want to call it, that came out. The two Origin series. So, that was nice. And now they have them in bottles now. Of course, they're not going to be straight from the barrel not that me and Dylan proof. had, but they, were just they should dynamite. have been. They should have been. <laughs> yeah. But, of course, they're proof down now. But they were great. Huh. But, yeah. Kentucky, gotta do that again. Hmm. Alright. I had a little water. And still quite a bit of heat. Mm-hmm. But the flavor is rich. Rich, rich, rich. Cherry. Cheers. Uh, right, okay, so let me think here. I got a number. 88. 88? I'm going 90. Yeah. Super good. And you say this was in the $50? No, you said this was 120 yeah, 130. Right. 130, okay. Right. Now, if it was $50, <laughs> we'd be given a higher rating. <laughs> I would be like 100 across the board for 50 bucks. Well, it's hard to keep track of this stuff because yeah. bourbon is like mm-hmm. so all over the place. In in quality, quantity, uh, price, you name it. It's just so all over the place. So that's her high and low. And before the episode ends, one place that Dill did not get to experience because me and my wife were there for a week. And Dill and his wife and then some of our friends, two other couples came, but they came middle of the week. Which was still enough time for you guys. But Maker's Mark. That place is beautiful. I would say as far as scenery is concerned, that's the best 
distillery, in my opinion, visually. And uh. also just... Just like what had happened with us with the Buffalo Trace and Eagle Rare tasting. When we were doing the tour, when they left them out, we were like, wow, why does it taste so good? <laughs> That's how it was with the 90 proof standard Maker's Mark whiskey. Hmm. I had it in the glass and I'm like, wait, I can't remember it tasting really? like this. Uh. It made me want to buy a bottle, which I didn't, but. <laughs> yeah. But that was a good tour, too. And their Rick Houses are. Awesome. Are those the ones that are like their their rick houses are painted black? I don't think they're painted black. It's probably just oh, it, it just, probably ended up black from, from the whatever that I can't remember fungus the or whatever that yeah. grows. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's painted black or not, but I'm thinking that it's from that. And then some of their rick houses, they have that you know how those uh churches have those painted Windows type of thing. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the correct term. Stained, stained glass. glass. In one of the Rick houses, they have stained glass. <laughs> like above. Huh. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Lots to see. We got we to gotta do another tour down there. Got to. All right. There was a high and low. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. We'll see you when you see it. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Look at the color. Yeah, it's almost same level. So I'm I'm thinking that heat index in Texas has to be... They just soak it all up quicker. So what they do in two years would take Kentucky maybe four to six. Yeah. Or something. Baby blue. All right. See you in the next one.